my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life I've been grinding all my life. Look. For me, because I had to uh, call Bron, you know, and tell him like, you know, I apologize for <laughs> being that young player that wanted to everything at his, you know, at his fingertips, and I wanted everything to uh, be at, you know, my threshold. I wanted to be the guy that led us to championship. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be all that, and you know, the responsibility of being the best player in the world and leading a team is something that's not meant for many people. And Bron was one of those guys that came to Cleveland and tried to really shows show us what it's like to win a championship and it was hard for him and uh, sometimes getting the most out of the group it's not the easy easiest thing in the world and um, like I said only fewer are meant for it or chosen for it and you know I feel like the best person to call was him because you know he's been in the situation you know he's, he's been there with me where I've been the young guy of, you know being a 22 year old kid and you know wanting everything wanting everything right now you know coming off an all-star year starting and then you know this technical what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Ball Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to another show. A whole new season for us. We're in the summertime right now. You got trades going on, and you got free agency signings, and you got a lot of drama in the NBA. And you, at the same time, you have Summer League that's popping, and no one's really talking about it. That's the reason why I've been saying since day one, there is no league. Once again, let me repeat this again. There is no association. Or sorry, no, that's the NBA. There is no league. In, there's no league in America. Baseball, football, hockey, whatever you want to call it, college, whatever college sports that can compete with the NBA because NBA is all year long. NBA, the finals just ended. Golden State, Golden State Warriors won. Steph Curry's on the tour, doing his thing. He's going to be the host of the ESPYs, FYI. And he, we, now all we've been hearing about in the last couple of days, four or five days, what it may be, is that KD wants out and Kyrie opted in. And he's, he wants out. And we're going to be talking about the whole Kyrie situation. I got a whole episode on KD. But that one's a little bit more complicated. But the whole Kyrie situation, oh, yeah, man. Turn up the volume for this. Hey, the next 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes with us, I mean, 20 minutes, kick it with us. You're going to see a lot of stuff that I'm about to drop some knowledge on y'all as far as what, the, you know, the big heads are talking about on NBA TV and ESPN and other outlets. And what we've been hearing about Kyrie is actually more it's actually more realistic. I mean, it's, it's reality that Kyrie is definitely leaving Brooklyn. There's like, there, there's no there's no survivor mode for him in, in Brooklyn. And obviously with, you know, with the ownership and Sean Marks as far as the GM, yeah, obviously, they're going to trade these two guys. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Actually, my bad. I lied. Welcome to the show. So if you're new to this channel, highlight your boy, man. We got the best content on YouTube right now on IG. Hit us up. Subscribe. Thumbs up if you can. Hit that bell notification. Every time I drop a video, you're going to get alert to your cell phone. And like I said, don't be shy, man. Go ahead and subscribe. I'm here all year long bringing you basketball content as far as the NBA and other ones that's been watching and supporting since day one, I appreciate your love. If you can't catch us on the video right, as far as IGTV or IG itself or YouTube, you can hit us on the audio route. We're on every single streaming platform out there. You can see the links in the bottom. So we we definitely definitely appreciate your support.
But yeah, man, new season. We're in July. Obviously, you know, July 4th weekend just ended. So I hope y'all being safe out there. You know, y'all hope y'all having a good time with the fireworks. It's been pretty much crazy the last 24 hours, man. But let's go on. So Kyrie to LA is actually going to happen. Let me just be the first one to tell you all that. Because so far, everybody's saying that, yeah, Kyrie's going to LA, but we don't know if it's going to be sure. Or we don't have no concrete answers. I'm going to tell you right now. Kyrie going to LA is solidified. There, there, there's no ifs, there's no buts, there's no hezzy. It's gonna happen. I mean, it should be it should happen sooner than later. Because right now we're having the Nets organization and the Gene Bus and the Lakers organization playing tug and pull. Like who has the leverage? And I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you guys about that in a second because right now the leverage don't belong to the Brooklyn Nets, but they feel that they feel a certain type of way about themselves. They think they have the upper hand. No, you don't. You don't have no upper hand in this situation. KD, yeah, you probably can with KD. But as far as Kyrie Irving, there's no leverage on this cat. He's going to L.A. one way or another. If he stays in L.A., I'm sorry, sorry. if he stays one year in Brooklyn or he gets straight to any other suitors out there, he's on a one-year rental. He's not going to be in Orlando or Whatever you want to call it, the, the 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 Raptors or the Pacers or Minnesota or the Kings, he is not going there because teams are not willing to trade assets to get a guy whose heart is purely not in that team. He wants to be in L.A. Second of all, based on his track record over the last two years, it has been it's unprecedented for a player of his statue to what he has done to the organization in Brooklyn, the team that he's been liking since day one, the team that he grew up watching, which was the New Jersey Nets in the Meadowlands in Jersey. This is the franchise that he's been growing watching, and he did them like that. So if that was his favorite team growing up, and he did the Nets like that, what makes you think other teams would be safe? The only team I can see him not doing anything like that is the team that he admire when they had the late great Kobe Bryant. And on top of that, the guy that he apologized to as far as LeBron James for his antics in Cleveland, who is obviously a current player in the Lakers as far as LeBron James. So I think that him going to LA is going to clear all that nonsense stuff up for sure. But let's go ahead and break stuff down, right? So Kyrie's trying to force his way to LA. And the reason why he opted into that contract is because there's been rumors that LeBron James and Kyrie spoke, which I believe they did. Knowing that how close they are, how tight-knit they are, LeBron James and Kyrie have spoken, for sure. What they have said, we don't know. But the rumors is that Kyrie and LeBron spoke, and then Kyrie opted into the contract, not because he missed $15 million last year during, during him and his hiatus with COVID and not being vaccinated. It has nothing to do with that. He clearly opted in so he can get traded to the Lakers to get Russ off the off the books. Cause I'll tell you why. Let this let this sink in for a second, right? If Kyrie opted out and became a restricted free agent, he can only sign for a uh, vet minimum for the Lakers for six million dollars, which will still be cap strapped. Uh, sorry, cap strapped to sign any other free agencies out there to fulfill the roster. On top of that, it'll be hard to move Russ's contract because there is no suitable teams out there that's willing to take Russ's contract. Not one. So they ha- so he, signed, he opted in so he can force his way to L.A. 
in exchange for Russell Westbrook. But let's say hypothetically he opted out and took the $6 million tender with the Lakers for one year and have Russell on your team, that will not work with having Russell as a backup point guard. He will, he's not, he's not going to be second fiddle to Kyrie, first of all. And second of all, Kyrie does not want to be in a situation where it's back and forth with him and Russ. So that's the rumors about LeBron James telling him to opt into his contract. For 31 point, was it 4 million? 31.5, something like that. Or sorry, my bad, 37 point something, right? So Le- uh, LeBron James, obviously, we're going to talk about him for a second. But as far as Kyrie, he opted into his contract to get traded, right? Once he opted in, KD asked for a trade. So obviously there's some stuff that's going on between them three, including LeBron James. Because obviously LeBron James is somewhere in the background, you know, head spearing his whole situation. You know, because Kyrie made it known on a podcast, and I'm an athlete a month ago. I'm going to post this right here for you guys to actually see this. LeBron James, mm-hmm. if y'all stay together, how many rings you think y'all have won? Y'all so dangerous together. I'd probably be in LA right now. <laughs> <laughs> probably, be, probably be traveling with his backpack. Now, <clears throat> see, talking about, oh yeah, I'll be in LA right now. So obviously there was little breadcrumbs coming out, and you know stuff that was kind of hinting that he might not be there. Blah blah. And plus, the Nets didn't want to sign him for a long year contract, as far as a four year contract, long term. So obviously they're gonna separate, right? They're gonna go their both separate ways. But Kyrie really is, you know, obviously it's going to be a pure rental wherever he goes for one year. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, like I said, even the Clippers, right? If you go to the Clippers and he's there for one year, he's going to be a Laker. If he's going to be a Laker this year, he's going to be a Laker next summer. It's that simple. So obviously the Nets are not going to let Kyrie walk for nothing. They want to get something out of this. And I'll go ahead and post a, I guess, a projection of what they're going to trade for. And obviously this makes sense as far as what they want, right? So... Yeah, this is going to probably be the last time um, them getting swept by the Celtics in the first round. Yeah, this is the last time we're going to see Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in a Nets uniform. Nets, I mean, obviously, I don't think they're going to be in full-blown uh, rebuild. I mean, you have Ben Simmons there. You just signed Patty Mills to a two-year deal, right? You kept uh, Nick Claxton, which is a solid big, young guy. Obviously, you have Seth Curry on the books. You still have Joe Harris on the books. And depending what you trade for Kevin Durant, you're going to get a lot of pieces for Kevin Durant. So obviously you're going to be in playoff contention. The question is, how are you going to get those players there for KD? Kyrie is the first, you know, domino effect to drop in reality. You have to trade him to see what you can get. Because obviously if you get Russ back in, in Horn Tucker, then you can say, I got an expiring contract with Russ, but I got a young piece of Horn Tucker for the next year or two, actually two years. So then now you have a guard in the shooting guard position because we all know THC can hoop. Obviously, he's inconsistent, injuries last year, whatever it may be, but he's a solid young piece. Now you can go ahead and trade for KD, which I'll break that stuff in the next episode. But going back, yeah, this whole KD and Kyrie situation as far as the experiment, it's a total failure. Total failure. And a lot of this has nothing to do with KD. Kevin Durant left the wars under one one reason only. His impression... And his, um, I mean, uh, the energy and the vibe around his camp and the way he felt in the Bay Area is dead. They didn't love him as much as they loved Steph Curry. And that's a known fact. And yes, why would they? The golden child, the baby-faced assassin, you know, the guy who pretty much changed the NBA. Because the NBA right now is, you know, spread four out. 
Like what the Bucks do, for example, Giannis spreads four guys out and goes to the basket. He invented the spacing in the NBA. He has changed that. So why would they love you more than they love Steph Curry? Steph Curry had won rings before and after you. Obviously, at the time, you know, they only had three. He only had three rings as far as Curry, but yeah, you know what I mean by that, right? But going forward, right? So KD obviously came to Brooklyn for Kyrie, right? And it didn't work out. You know, it's crazy. Like in 123 games or so, am I reading this right? Yeah, over 123 games in a span of three years. Three years. They only played a combined of 30 games. 30 games. And then with with, with those two guys, Al James Harden, they play they play less than 15 games together. It made sense why James Harden wanted out. So he noticed stuff was was a Darrell train coming ahead of you guys. You know, like they knew that this is not gonna work out long term. But yeah, man. Kyrie. I mean, sorry about that. Kyrie missed 123 games over the span of three years. Him and KD played a combined of 30 games. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, man, that experiment failed on their face for sure. That was terrible. He missed 123 games in the span of three years. Obviously, a lot of those games had to do with him with not being vaccinated, but still, man, that's crazy. Why would someone want to pay that guy, you know, four, year long, you know, four, four years a long-term contract? And I bet you the CBA... Those owners are waiting the next season. I'm telling you now, the CBA is going to be different. It's, you pay? I mean, so you play to get paid. You don't get you don't sit on the sideline, not to like Ben Simmons, for example, like a Kyrie, right? Those guys, if you want to get if you want to get paid, you're going to have to play games. And I bet you that's going to be incentivized in the next CBA. You have players who signed a four-year contract like Kevin Durant say, I want to be out of here by day two in his contract. His four-year contract just started July 1st. And then by July 1st, July 2nd, he's talking, I want to be out of here. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Players got way too much power. I'm pretty sure owners are going to try to revert that. But, yeah, going forward, so uh, KD had enough of this, you know, three years, of, you know, playing with Kyrie. He missed three three years of his peak years, but obviously a lot had to do with Kyrie. But I, I think Kyrie going to L.A. will change everything about that, right? And for Kyrie, the last three, four days – yeah, and so for Kyrie, and this has been reported, Kyrie's been in L.A. for the last three to four days. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Kyrie Irving is currently in SoCal. He's in Los Angeles right now just vibing. Kyrie said, I'm not leaving L.A. until I get my, until I get this deal done. I'm pretty sure Kyrie knows it's going to happen. At the same time, Kyrie just bought a house in L.A. too. So it just makes sense, right, based on the timing. You left Brooklyn, came to L.A. for what? Knowing that you're trying to get to L.A. somehow, right? Then you bought a house for $3.4 million for what? I mean, I get it. You all got money, but come on now. The timeline don't really make sense unless you understand what the reason was behind it, right? It's crazy. So, you know, buying a house in L.A., you know, obviously that's a sign, right? Then you have, you have, you know, Genie Bus. This is the thing about Genie Bus. Genie Bus. You have to make the Lakers relevant. Like, the Lakers in the last two years haven't made the finals. LeBron James hasn't made the finals in the last two years since his early state in the NBA. Before he even came to Miami, which was like more than like 12 years ago. That's crazy. You know, so if you want to be relevant, you know, like in the L.A. market, the Clippers are going to come up. 
the Rams are in town. They just won a Super Bowl, right? Obviously, with baseball, Dodgers are always going to have a sense of some type of fan base. But the Lakers should always over-trump it. You can't do that if your team is whack, if your team is trash. So, Jeannie Buss, I know you've been tweeting out there cryptic messages on Twitter. You only tweeted, like, what, 10 or 15 times this year. And one of them just came out talking about you missed Kobe, but he kind of sent a message to about Kyrie and stuff like that being, you know, Kobe's not selfish and he does this for the team and all that. I don't know what that means in a sense. I'm not reading between the lines. I know you miss Kobe. But, yeah, man. Obviously, if you trade for Kyrie, that will alter your stance as a contender. That will alternate you being a not a playing tournament team or a playing tournament team to being a contender for the West or even the NBA Finals. If you add Kyrie Irving and you add LeBron James himself, and you add Anthony Davis, who should be the Anthony Davis of the bubble. Because we all know they they killed him on Twitter, you know, during the offseason. So he's back in the gym right now, supposedly, right? If they, if they all come back healthy. Yeah, man. You, you have to put the Lakers in the top five, top six in the West. Easy. Regardless of the Rudy, Gray, Rudy Goldberg trade to the Minnesota Timberwolves. But let's go forward with this whole Kyrie, man. So this is the thing about the Nets. I don't know who they fooling. You ain't fooling me, and you definitely ain't fooling the Lakers organization, Genie Bus, right? Uh, uh, who else? Whoever else is there. <laughs> You're not fooling nobody. You're not fooling nobody. What they what Nets really think they have the leverage. You have zero leverage. Zero. Kyrie is going to LA somehow. So for you to come out there and say, yeah, we're engaged in trade talks with the Philadelphia 76ers and the Dallas Mavericks, who they already have point guards. Last time I checked, Luka Doncic is the point guard of the Dallas Mavericks, who he had pretty much catapulted to the Western Conference Final on his damn shoulders with a bunch of role players. No no to Jalen Brunson. He's solid. But everybody else is role players. And then you have James Harden. Who just got traded midseason to the Sixers? They haven't figured stuff out yet, but next year, PJ Tucker, Joel Embiid, you know, you have the hair, you have Harris. I mean, you have a solid team with James Harden. Why would they trade for Kyrie? That makes no sense. So you guys sending out messages like, yeah, we're getting his trade talks. Trust me, there is zero, zero trades coming in from Philadelphia for Kyrie or the Dallas Mavericks. So don't use that as a way to try to gain leverage. That's not going to work, my friend, because even I is not being fooled by that. That's a good theater talk, though, right? It was good for Hollywood. It was good to pump fake people, but you ain't pump faking me. And you're, not, you're definitely not pump faking the Lakers organization, right? But, yeah, so going forward, right? I mean, Sean Marks, I get it, man. You know, you try to play hardball. I get it, man, but you're not going to, like I said, this is not a win-win situation. So this is the thing. This is how the trade thing is going to work out. I'm going to put it out here for you guys to see this, right? So Kyrie and Russ's contract is about an $11 million difference, okay? $11 million difference, right? So you have to include another player. That player the Lakers want is Seth Curry, and I get why. Dude is, the dude is capable of taking shots, right? Him and Joe Harris are good shooters, Obviously, Joel Harris is probably a better three-point shooter. But the good thing about Seth Curry is that he can play point. 
He can play off ball. He's a creator. He can go inside with little floaters, right? Obviously, he's a suspect on defense. Same thing with Joe Harris. But Joe Harris's problem is that they owe him a lot of money in Brooklyn, so they want to offload that contract. The Lakers are like, we don't want that contract. We want to take an expiring contract in Seth Curry. Plus, Seth Curry is durable. Right, you got to stand. Joe Harris, who just took an ankle surgery, had a foot surgery when he was in Cleveland. Oh, y'all don't even know that, huh? Joe Harris played with LeBron James before. I bet you LeBron James is like, I don't want that dude. I don't want him at all. Let me get Seth Curry, though, because we all know the Le- GM <laughs> is definitely in conversations with the front, uh, front ownerships about what they want as far as in the package deal, right? So there's $11 million difference between Russ and Kyrie. So you have to add a player from the Lakers, too, to match up with everything else. So if you add Seth Curry or if you add Joe Harris, you're going to have to add a player from the Lakers because you can't trade two for one, right? Stuff like that, right? So anyways, they're going to have to include THC, right? Torn Hucker, right? Or, I'm sorry, Horn Tucker. Or you have to add in um, Kendrick Nunn in a sense, right? Or Austin Reeves, right? Which I think they don't know wants Austin Reeves, which is pretty underrated. But Kendrick Nunn or uh, Horn Tucker, I would trade, I would trade Horn Tucker to get a guarantee in Seth Curry. Okay, that's the only reason why. If you had tra- if you said, no, we're gonna, we, we want Joe, you know, we're trading Joe Harris and not Seth Curry. Okay, then I'll trade you Kendrick Nunn and Russell Westbrook. Give me back Joe Harris and Kyrie. But obviously the draft picks is the question. Lakers have no draft picks for the next five years. They, they have a first round, I believe, in 27, and then another first round in 29. So about five to seven, five years and seven years, which I'm pretty sure pick swaps might be involved, or, or they might have to include that those picks included in the trade. But I'm pretty sure the Lakers are not going to hedge or hesitate on Seth Curry. They want Seth Curry to be in the package deal. And obviously, I want, obviously we, we all want that as well, right? So the reality is that the Nets are not going to go into the season next year with all this headache. What just transpired the last two years with Kyrie? And then yet they want to guarantee, you understand, the Nets, even though it's about winning a chip, they're a business team first. You cannot secure, I'm telling you, if you, anyone, anyone out there is trying to buy season tickets for the Nets is probably saying, yeah, hell no, nah. I'm going to wait until y'all fix this crap. I'm not buying no season tickets to sit at an expensive-ass Barclays Center in Brooklyn to watch Ben Simmons and a bunch of scrubs. Let me see what y'all do with this trade as far as Kyrie and KD. Then maybe I'll reconsider with a cheaper price, obviously. Yeah, Nets, you don't have to pump that price down a little bit because y'all not no contenders no more. So obviously the reality is that they can't have this lingering. Even though with the KD situation, that might take a little longer. But the Kyrie thing... Yeah, man, you can't sit there and just hold on to it. Let it go, man. Let it go. Free the man, man. Free the man. But there's only one team in the league, man. Only one team that wants, you know, wants Kyrie, and that's that team is in L.A. And that team is not the L.A. Clippers. Let me tell you right now, Clippers want no part of Kyrie, man. They just got John Wall. <laughs> if y'all know, right? Yeah, y'all already know that already. But yeah, that's a that's a headache itself because you got John Wall. Reggie Jackson balled out the last two years, kind of revived his career, and then you bring in John Wall. Mm, it's kind of a head scratcher. But okay, what do y'all want to do out there in La La Land, La La Land for the Clippers? But yeah, man, yeah. So what's the reason why the trade hasn't? gone through yet a lot of people been asking this on twitter i've been seeing this a lot 
Why is it taking so long for this trade just to happen, knowing that we all know Kyrie wants to go to L.A., and that's the only team he wants to be in either now or next summer? The reason why they're playing cat and mouse. They're playing tug, of pool, tug and pull. It's not the Lakers who's doing it. It's the Nets. What they're trying to do is they think they have the leverage, which they don't. That's why it's taking forever. It's, I'm going to tell you right now, Seth Curry is what the Lakers want. They don't want no Joe Harris. If they happen to settle for Joe Harris, then that means Horn Tucker should not be included. They'll give you Kendrick Nunn instead. So that's why they're going back and forth. And I'm telling you right now, I said it two, three days ago on IG. I said it on Twitter. Kyrie Irving, it will be a Laker. If it's not now, if it's not in the next week, it's definitely going to happen in July. There's no effing way this is going on to August. There is no effing way this should be going into training camp and end of September. And for damn sure, for damn sure, this should not go into the season in October. We all know the season starts in the middle of October. So, there's too much headache for the Nets. The NBA don't want this damn news, you know, just circling because this is, this is nonsense. You have a player that doesn't want to be there, get rid of him. Buying contract, get rid of him. We all know the caliber of Kyrie is. We all know that. But his antics is the reason why it's causing so much headache, right? And it's not a good look for the league as well, man. But, yeah, man, Joe Harris or Seth Curry. We all know, and I get it, and I get it. LeBron James, I get it. LeBron James can t- turn water into Lobos. <laughs> you know what I mean? The dude is that great when it comes to, like, hey, I want this player, I want that player, but he has failed miserably Try and bring Russ here. Let me show these tweets here for what he said about his team last year, which he deleted, right? This is sometime what, August 4th. Then he tweeted about him and Russ going to work together. Here's another tweet about that, right? Yeah, man. LeBron James, I know you've been picking up players back then, but you better get this Kyrie thing done, 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 dada, like for real. Because, like, this team, if you don't have Kyrie – I don't know how far you can go in this league no more. I know you, bro, he's going on to his 20th season. And year 19, he averaged 30. It's unprecedented with the dude for what he's doing, man. The dude is unbelievable. But, yeah, man, LeBron James, I tip my hand off for your longevity and your endurance. Man, durability, all that good stuff, man. But, obviously, we all we want, we want the Lakers to be relevant because all I've been hearing about, oh, yeah, the Lakers are not good because, you know, blah, blah, the words got lucky. The Warriors got lucky because LeBron James took a, what, two-year vacation? Because that's what I, that's how I saw it. The Lakers were on vacation most since the bubble. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a whole different story, man. But, yeah. So, Kyrie. Kyrie is going to be a Laker. He's going to want to follow the footsteps of his mentor, the guy he idled, Kobe B. Bryant. Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah. Let that sink in. So it's going to happen. I'm telling you right now, uh, LeBron James and Kyrie reunion is going to happen. And those two guys have put on one of the greatest shows in the NBA Finals history. So, yeah, I want to see that tandem happen again. And obviously now you throw a better version of Kevin Love, which is, you know, Anthony Davis, but we all want Anthony Davis of old, not the one in the last two years where he kind of felt like, yeah, we want to be finals. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to gain some weight, and I'm going to stay injury prone. We don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lakers fans don't want that. And if the Lakers fans, if they, win a, if they win an NBA championship because of Kyrie coming there, woo, I want, 
Man, I'm deleting my Twitter account. I don't want to hear from them guys because them guys delusional, man. Laker fans, man, they want everybody every year. Yeah, man. Stay tuned to my Twitter page. I have a whole thread of every single year. They're so delusional who they want. Man, they want a Bradley Beal before he, before he signed a max deal with the Wizards. Oh, they want Kevin Durant, too, in the trade. How would you do that with four, four years and $200 million? I mean, 19496 would be exact, but yeah. How are you going to do that? Oh yeah! On top of that, we want Kyrie. On top of that, yeah, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get uh, you know, Gary Payton a second. On top of that, we're gonna go ahead and get uh, the, uh whoever else was a free agent. <laughs> That's crazy, but yeah, man, I appreciate you for tuning in. Hey, man, I appreciate the love. I got another episode dropping about Kevin Durant in the next coming days. I got another episode dropping about free agency, about what teams are gonna be sleepers and what teams are, you know, that's gonna be surprising and what teams are gonna suck. You know, yeah, so. The next two episodes is going to be flames. And if you've been kicking with me the last 25 minutes or so, I appreciate the love. Go ahead and tap in and subscribe. Thumbs up if you can. It should be in the bottom somewhere right here. I'm going to holler at y'all. Y'all be safe out there. I know that we can just end it for July 4th. But, yeah, man, Summer League is on. Stay tuned in that. Until, I, until then, peace.